guys, this is Craig Hostetler, and I'd like to welcome you to the Black Sheep Experience. Thank you uh, for spending your time here, man, for hanging out on the podcast. I um, I deeply appreciate your presence, and yeah, man, thanks for hanging out on the podcast. Um, so I, I have a really great episode today. Um, a very good friend of mine, Susan Edwards, um, her and I have a conversation that I think is incredibly intriguing. There's a lot of rabbit trails within the conversation, uh, where there's really some profound insight offered, but the subject matter itself is incredibly engaging as we talk about communicating and connecting, um, and, and getting to know angels and Susan brings a, really a lot to the conversation her knowledge her experience her expertise the the admonishment as well and so I think it's really a great podcast that you're going to take away quite a lot from the conversation so um, I deeply uh, I'm so glad that she was on now before we jump into the conversation a couple of things for those of you that connect with the Black Sheep Experience on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter, thank you so much. Um, I really appreciate those of you that follow the Black Sheep Experience on those social media platforms. For those of you that engage with the posts and um, and also so many of you that share the podcast with your friends and with your connections it really means a lot. I deeply appreciate it. So thank you for, uh, for doing that. Uh, it's an interesting journey. It's an interesting experience, deconstructing, reconstructing, and all the things that, uh, that we learn along the way, the esoteric, the, the witchiness, the, um, uh, the 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 mysticism there's so many great things i think for us to learn and uh, hopefully i can be a part of your process offering you information that's you know valuable to your to your spiritual growth so susan um edwards owns um a metaphysical shop in paducah kentucky and uh my wife and i love the shop it's really a great place it's called Wild Hair Studios, the nice rock shop. And you can find, she's got, she does a lot of great videos on YouTube. And if you go to YouTube, nice rock shop, she's on there. Uh, additionally, she's written several books, like she's got one on smudging. She's got a fiction book called Surrender. Um, and I think that the website for the store is nicerockshop.com. So, Susan is really great. Um, we got to know her because um, we were going down to um, Paducah, Kentucky quite a lot. And we visited her store quite a lot. And then uh, we took some classes. But at one point, one summer, maybe last summer, maybe this summer before, I don't know. Uh, my wife took a class and I didn't take it. So we would drive down there together. She would take the class and I would just sort of hang out in the back room. And during that time, uh, Susan and I were able to have several conversations about Christianity, about God, about angels, about metaphysics and, uh, all, and, and all kinds of really cool spiritual things. And so um, she's become, I think, a good friend. And so I'm really excited to have her on the podcast. 
If you get an opportunity, you enjoy what she has to say. If you get an opportunity, jump on the nice rock shop on Facebook, uh, Instagram, whatever, and let her know that you appreciated, um, you know, the information that she had to share. All right, man. So let's go ahead and jump into the conversation. Once again, guys, thanks for hanging out, man. And uh, I'll catch you on the other side. Hey everybody, welcome to the podcast. Thanks so much for joining me today. I have a very good friend uh, with me today, um, Susan Edwards. Susan, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for hanging out with me. Hey everybody. Hi, Craig. <laughs> so, um, real quick, you and I know each other because you own this really amazing little uh, store, metaphysical store, I guess, uh, called The Rock Shop down in Paducah, Kentucky. So let's talk a little bit just for a moment um, about what that is. How, how long have you guys actually been in business there? Wow. Well, we have now, um, we, we are in our anniversary month, which is July, for six years, which is like, wow, where did that time go? <laughs> yeah. That's a great store. So you guys have... Thank I, you. I know you have... You know, we, we love it. So, but... You have the you have crystals, you have books, you have incense, you have the singing bowls. Uh, you've had classes there. I know we've been to several of those, and so it's really a great store. I don't know. Um, so we've talked a little bit prior to this. I know that you have a um, a Christian viewpoint, but you're also very expanded. Um, how did you get to that place? That that's a tough place to get to. Well, it can be. It can be because there's often a lot of pushback um, when people feel uncomfortable that their view of the world and view of divinity and and view of religion and spirituality um, fits into a nice, neat box and then something or someone kind of pushes them out of that comfort zone, they get uncomfortable. And so I certainly experienced a lot of pushback throughout my life. And it just got to the point where I kind of gave up on trying to fit into the box and please other people's perception of what I should believe in and just checked in with, you know, Jesus and God and said, okay, I'm going to listen to you. Yeah. So, you know, my in my own personal journey, I um, I have always had a lot of strong leanings towards, um, I, I think, probably metaphysical ideas or, or ideas that, that probably aren't common within the you know, evangelical setting, such, such as some of the things we've talked about, crystals, chakras, even some aspects of witchcraft and... Um, intuition psychics all that kind of stuff but that that that's not an easy if you have that strong sense or leading towards that that that's a hard path to break onto i think oh it is it is and of course you know i'm a child of the 60s and so i was interested in metaphysics really from the beginning and i I got lots of pushback 
And a lot of the things that the new, the new age, and that term really got something of a bad rap, um, came to mean a lot of stuff that wasn't necessarily true, a lot of false narratives around it. And so if you were a new ager, well, clearly you weren't, um, well, it wasn't, it wasn't a compliment. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, it wasn't a compliment. So I got a lot of pushback and it was, um, it was a tough struggle. And I, and I struggled with, you know, okay, do I, do I follow the path that others have laid in front of me or do I follow my own path and listen to what, you know, God and, and Jesus and my spirituality is telling me? Wow. I made, I made that choice and, and you know, you lose people along the way and, um, yeah, you do. Yeah, <laughs> it's, and and it's like, well, okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you know, one of the themes I, I think that I find with a lot of people who have been courageous enough to do um, exactly what you've done is a um, first of all strong trust that God is going to lead them, which I think is. Um, really important, and I and and I think a lot of people think they trust God, but then they're so afraid if they make a little misstep, they're going to end up in hell, you know. Right. And then right. the other part of that is really listening to and following that deep conviction, you yes. know, following following your heart. I guess maybe is that does that sound yes. right? I, you know, we we can all give lip service to faith, uh, but boy, when faith is put to the test, um, that that's when you separate the wheat from the chaff because you don't always see how God is unfolding things for you. And if it doesn't match up with what your perception of how this is going to end up, those two things don't match up. All of a sudden you're like, blah. And, and in, and in real, in reality, it could just be the way that God is delivering what you've asked for. So that's where faith really comes to, yeah, that it comes into play. Yeah, and trusting God. Trusting God is. Whew. <laughs> it is actually. <laughs> you want me to do what? <laughs> yeah, I, I know you and I have had several conversations. So um, last summer, I know you know I had an opportunity. Gina was taking a class that I wasn't taking, and so I had a lot of opportunities to sit with you and just have a conversation uh about you because we're in i'm in the place probably that you were quite a while ago just that expansion of my of my faith and um you were very helpful with that thank you for that by the way you're welcome Um, i'm glad i'm glad it was helpful yeah and so so one of the things that you're really into and that we talked about a little bit at that time um that i'm very interested in but have almost will really no experience in is your communication and experience with angels. And, yeah. and that's something that you're really, uh, that you have a lot of passion for, right? Oh, I do. I do. Man, I tell you, once you, once you tap into that divine energy, um, boy, whew, you just, you want it to keep going because it's, it's just amazing. It's just amazing. Yeah, so it's interesting because now you have a, a YouTube channel that's pretty popular. I do. Unfortunately, I don't. Is it just the Rock Shop, or how is that? It's uh, well, it's YouTube.com forward slash Nice Rock 
shop. Okay, okay. So I, I, I have spent uh, quite a bit of time watching that. And in your, in your videos, you really seem to have um, what I would call a personal relationship with these angels. I do, I do, yes. Yeah, so there's communication there. Absolutely, absolutely. And then as, have, one of the I am, things... I'm totally confident, I'm, I'm completely confident that I am having a personal conversation with these divine beings. Yeah, and they, they offer a lot of really deep, and um, sometimes you don't share some of it, but, but, but you, you tell the, the listening audience, viewing audience, they share some very deep and personal insights with you as well. They do. Yeah. And one of the other things, too, that I wanted to, to uh, dive into before we expand the conversation is, mm-hmm. I assume from knowing you as well as I do, and also from the videos, the angels that we're talking about are the same ones that we would find in what what we would call the uh, Judeo-Christian literature, like the Bible. That's correct. Yeah. Yeah. So we've got. Uh, uh, I know I've seen Ariel and and Gabriel and Michael and and so all of those. Uh, and I don't mean to ask this in a way that's uh, derogatory, but all of those would don't be. Worry. Okay. <laughs> I know you so well. Yeah. I, I, I've heard it all before. <laughs> so, so these would these beings would be individuals that you would believe to be those same God's angels. That is correct. Okay. So, yeah, and, and let me let, let, let's just do a little bit of a sidetrack here. Sure. Uh, I do communicate with. Uh, these more traditional angels that we know by name through our historic, biblical, and other uh, religious texts. But I also do communicate with other light beings, which would not be under the category of angels. But when I identify who I'm speaking to, if they tell me that, you know, this is this is Archangel Raphael or Michael, then I'm pretty confident that's who I'm talking to. Yeah. <clears throat> So that's interesting because, um, how did you how did you get to this place? I mean, you know, because I, I know you had a Christian background, so obviously you right. believed in angels. And as a as another just supporter of this, throughout the Scripture, um, the I mean, the Bible is really clear that angels have a lot of interaction with humanity. So mm-hmm. yeah, they do. There's there's nothing biblically odd about the subject. No. No. But you don't find a lot of people engaged in it at the level that you are, or at least within the Christian conversation. So how did this expand for you? Wow, that's a good question. Um, how did I get started? Well, you know, I, I've certainly believed in angels all of my life. And I grew up in the um, Presbyterian tradition, so there were angels abounding in all of our historic literature, too. And... I guess when I really got into the to the metaphysics a little later, and I was quite aware of these higher beings that were um, communicating with me, uh, as I learned to be more discerning about when I open myself up to the spirit realm, just who exactly am I speaking with? And so I wanted to, I wanted to, you know, it's like, hi, my name is Susan. Who are you? And make sure I know who I'm communicating with. And once 
I started tapping into um, these angels and this angelic presence. It's it's just the most amazing feeling. And I find when I tap into that energy, I immediately get very emotional because it's like I'm home. Mm. It's, it's mm. just the most loving empowering it's just like you know your your best hug from your best mom's mood you're right just, I know moms aren't always you know, but, <laughs> but it's just especially during lockdown but anyway um, I divert it's just the most wonderful loving hug you can ever imagine and then multiply that by about a thousand and that's how it feels and so that's my signal that I've, I've touched into the divine and I've touched into these uh, angelic presences and um, it's something that any of us can do um, and are encouraged to do and I just think people don't think about doing it or are afraid of doing it or don't know how to do it um, and that's too bad because the angelic realm has told me very clearly time and time again that they they are here for mankind and they want to help us. It's part of why they were created by God was to serve mankind. And, and because Earth is a free will zone, they can't just come in and intervene. They have to be invited and invoked. And so um, not enough people are asking for help from from the divine yeah they want us to they want us to i I really like that part um because the and i agree a hundred percent i i think that the earth realm for for lack of a better word it 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 is 100 percent the free will zone (laughs) and so it is a situation where you have to create an invitation, an awareness, yeah. an, uh, an openness to it. What I find interesting about that is actually in, I think, your last video, um, you said something to the, to the effect that um, with everything that had been going on, you weren't in a place where you were really open. Right. And so you had to, I think you said you went out into nature and you spent some time. Yeah. Yeah, and then you became receptive and available. So, so let's talk about the difference between uh-huh. being closed and being open for just a moment. Okay, well, it's real simple. Uh, if you think about like a radio, like one of the old-fashioned radios that has the, the tuning dial on it. Right. And when you wanted to listen to a particular radio station, you knew what the call uh, you know letters were. Or it was like... 101.5 and, and you would just simply tune the dial to 101.5 and then you would receive the broadcast so if you think of angels and their energy it's just a frequency but it's a very high frequency and then you have your your physical body which is basically the radio it's a much denser lower Frequency, And so if you want to receive the radio station that the angels are broadcasting on, you have to, first of all, know what the call letters are. And you've got to tune your radio dial to that station so that you can hear the playlist. Mm-hmm. It's really pretty as simple as that. And so if we stick with our, my example... What I was experiencing was way too much, you know, news and media and 
Yeah, look, the world the world is going through some challenging times right now. Uh, collectively, as a species, we as humans are like we're facing some issues that needed to be dealt with, and some of them are very big issues. Uh, the planet is dealing with some um, some changes. So I have a lot of people in there, sort of figuratively fiddling with my dials, and I, you know, I, I get tuned to the radio station for the angels, and you know, then the media would like. Uh, through, through my own choice, listening to too much news, okay, it would like skew the dial back down to something that wasn't angelic. And so it was like, you got to leave my dials alone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Get away from me. And so <laughs> I got away from them and I went out to nature. And, and boy, that is some of the, the best and the most effective ways to get back to reality is to go out and just sit on the ground or put your feet in the the river or you know just do something hug a tree always ask permission first okay Mm -hmm. trees have trees have feelings too um so sit and just get rid of all of these outside influences and get back to um get back to, to center and when you do that then you can then you can clearly change that channel back to 101.5 or whatever station you want to listen to and now you can you can tune back in okay yeah so i i like a couple of things here so one of them is um so we're very earth-based right we're we're very well that's what we're here for yeah okay so so we are divine beings we we are spiritual beings manifest in a physical form so we are we are uh, energetic beings having a physical experience mm-hmm. okay not a physical being having a divine experience that's really different yes important to, to note right mm-hmm. yes and so when we get back to being ourselves we remember oh I am an energetic spiritual being who chose to be in this body but this body is very dense I mean there's only there's only so much you could learn as a as an energy form as a divine being you, you gotta have a physical body to experience some of this stuff okay so that's why we we manifest into these physical bodies is to learn what it's like to be physical mm-hmm. so, and have some of these experiences but the, I think the problem can come and, and correct me if I'm wrong or, or expound upon it is if we too deeply identify with the physical form. Yeah, when you forget who you are, and and if you want to use the Christian vernacular, it's your soul. Okay. Okay. So if you forget who your soul is, and you become all wrapped up in the body, uh, well, then it becomes important as to what designer shoes you've got or how much money is in your bank account or who your friends are or how big your, your house is or isn't, okay, mm-hmm. um, or the color of your skin, okay? Those things are so superficial, okay, to who you are and who you are is your soul. It's your spirit. It's, your, it's the part of you, the eternal part of you that never dies, Mm-hmm. Okay, and there's so much written about this, even in the traditional, you know, Christian. Um, I, I mean, all of the spiritual texts talk about your soul. Okay, and that when you when you're 
physical body dies and it perishes and it and it does okay the part of you that is your soul departs your body and then in in a lot of our traditions they either go to heaven or they go to hell or they go wherever you know Valhalla wherever they go okay right but that's you <laughs> you just happen to leave the vehicle which was your body mm-hmm. which is not you <laughs> which is not you <laughs> I mean, it's a tool. It's like your car, okay? Right. <laughs> and it's a great car, and you should take care of your car. You should put in the right kind of fuel, and you should take care of rotating the tires and clean it up and, you know, keep the upholstery nice and fresh. Don't de-trash <laughs> the seat, you know? Don't carry a lot of stuff in your trunk. <laughs> Just don't do that. <laughs> yeah, Exactly. But like all great cars, at some point, <laughs> you got to trade it in. Yeah, it's going to go. Yeah. So, but just because you don't have that car doesn't mean it's not that you want you. Right. Now, now so the what's interesting here, and I, I, I do want to get back to the angel thing, but I, oh, yeah. I want to really, I, I think there's a really cool point here. You haven't made it, but I, I think you're, I think you alluded to it. Trees, plants... Uh, 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 the atmosphere; these are all sentient beings in their own way as well. Y- yes. Uh, I don't know that I would use the word sentient, but some of them are. Yes. Um, I, I guess what I would say is that they are all part of God's creation. Okay. 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 They are just a different expression of God. Right. And there's plenty of mainstream science that trees and plants communicate with each other. And, you know, so you can look that one up. Yeah, that's fascinating. I, I have looked yeah, some of that up. Is. It is amazing. Yeah, yeah. So they they may be sentient, but that's why I ask. If you're going to hug a tree, then hug a tree. But <laughs> we're going to really go down a different path here, Craig. But there are always like tree sprites, which are elementals, mm-hmm. um, and 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 fairies and other elementals that inhabit the tree or the plant or whatever. And so, before you go hugging, it's like walking into somebody else's house. You probably knock first, right? Okay. Yeah, I guess my point is, you know, unless you build an awareness to what's around you and I'm talking about deeper than um, well if I can't touch it then it's not real uh-huh. I think I think that you have to build an awareness that there's that there really is a lot going on in a world that is perhaps not clearly visible by the human eye uh, that's an understatement yeah, <laughs> and and so angels would kind of fall into that realm. So how do you, if if you've never done this before, how do you begin the process of really opening yourself up to um, communing with angels? Well, I guess you know the first thing to do is to say that um, according to the historic texts and everything that I've heard is that everyone has been. Um, that has been born and in, incarnated on earth was they came with at least one guardian angel mm-hmm. okay sometimes two sometimes more but at least one <clears throat> so you've had an angel with you right from the start and honestly i think most of us 
would admit that I mean, we've talked to that guardian angel. You know, if we got ourselves into a pickle, uh, we're like, yeah. <laughs> help yes <laughs> I mean there's nobody around but you're still yelling help oh you're talking to your angel trust me um, so I think that you know even though we may not put a label on it or consciously you know accept that we've been we, we've been talking to angels since we were kids I think then we learn that oh yeah oh, oh ah, back up that's not so good you know mm, uh-huh. um if you if you get past all that fear based thinking and you you get quiet, you bring your heart into alignment with, with God and with love and with compassion, okay, and then you ask for angel to come from the highest source for your highest good and the highest good of all, then you are ensured that you're gonna connect with one of God's creations. And it is important to remember that not all angels are from the highest source. Um, Go back to your Christian Bible and you'll find lots of stories about fallen angels. And you do want to be discerning about who you are communicating with. And so I, I highly recommend that you... Go into it with a, um, a pure heart, with the right intentions, um, and you'll be fine. Mm-hmm. So in your experience, you've, so you obviously, you begin this process at some point where you decided, um, I, I feel called to this or led to this, and you opened yourself up to it. Um, did you, did you read a book or anything first, or did you just sort of naturally follow I just sort of naturally followed it. Um, I've been doing this for a long time, to be honest with you. I I can't remember the exact time that I first communicated with my first angel, like, consciously. I mean, I've been a psychic and a medium pretty much all my life. And so tapping into the spiritual realm, it's just, it's like who I am. Yeah. I think... For me, it was much more apparent when I stopped caring what other people thought about that. Yeah. Okay. That I can point to and say, oh, yeah, that's when that was. <laughs> yeah, that's a big deal. And, and and I think for me, and it's going to be different for everyone, okay? For me, because I'm kind of linear in some of my thinking and I'm, you know, I come from a line of accountants and, and scientists and engineers, so I'm kind of like, eh, I gotta, I gotta have the facts here. I'm pretty scientific, even though uh, I deal with a lot of esoteric stuff. And when I personally had evidence, firsthand evidence, I mean, real solid evidence that I was communicating with the divine, I really stopped caring about what other humans thought. And started thinking, I'm, I'm going to take the, the divine over a limited human mm-hmm. and their opinion. And so, for me, it was like, which side of that that line do you want to be on? The fear-based thinking, oh, you're going to be in trouble, or, hi, this is God, and here's what I'd like you to do. Yeah. So I'm going to go with, hi, this is God, this mm-hmm. is what I'd like you to do. I think that's a valuable lesson, you know. I, so much of, and um, I will pick on the on the 
my preferred religion uh, for a moment, but I, I think a lot of American, at least, and, and maybe more, I don't know because I'm an American, but a lot of American Christianity is really based on fear, which I don't think the Bible is. And so you do have to come to a place where you're willing to drop that and, yes. you know, follow. I mean, believe, it, you know, we, we always say God loves us. At, at some point, you either have to believe that or drop the religion as a whole, in my personal experience. So choosing love is is a big part of obviously this communication process. Choosing love? Yes. That's that, that's the only part of the process. Yeah. Yeah. Because a lot of people think, "Oh, love. Oh, I love chocolate cake or oh, I love that cute person." That's not the kind of love we're talking about. We're talking about love with the capital L, okay? Mm-hmm. Love is a frequency, okay? It's 528 hertz or above. It's um It's a frequency. And when you can get your physical body, your thinking, which has, you know, uh, a frequency to it, tuned in to those kinds of harmonics, you've, you've hit the love frequency. And that's when angels and the divine can communicate with you. Easier. Okay. Mm hmm. So let's say. Is meditation a, a process of, of reaching that? It's a perfect way. Excellent. Start with that. That's that's what I do. Okay. Okay. And and meditation is a little t- uh, it's a little tough for a lot of people who have never meditated in their life. Mm-hmm. And, and you got to remember that your brain your brain is like a two year old toddler that's never been taught. And however old you are, I, I happen to be 68. If I had never taught my two-year-old, you know, to, to sit quietly in a chair for 10 minutes, um, how do you think that toddler is going to react the first time you say, okay, now listen, I want you to sit in the, the chair and not think about anything. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't have any toddlers around, but I can imagine. <laughs> and, and that's how a lot of people who've gone through their whole life and they've never tried to train their brain in a certain way of thinking or not thinking by clearing it, okay? Um, the first thing they said, oh, I can't meditate. You know, my mind is racing. Well, honey, those are the people who, you better learn how to meditate. Yeah. <laughs> so when you quiet your mind and basically sit down and shut up, then God could go, well, I'll tell you if you'll be quiet long enough. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so what, here's another interesting thing, too, and I'm sure this comes with turning on your receptors, but angels can talk to you uh, in your awakened state, but they, they can also visit in dreams, right? It's actually easier for, for those who are untrained or just getting started in the process. You're more likely to be able to communicate with the angels in your dreams because your mind is much quieter. Yeah. So yes. Okay, so is it as easy as as well? And I know it's not as easy as this, but is a good place to start with just an invitation, even if it's verbal or or. Mm-hmm. Okay, so hey, yeah. angels, I I want to get to know you. I mean, is that is it as simple as yes. that? Yes. So, so what I would say is. Um, First of all, get yourself, you know, even if it's just a single deep breath, just get yourself, you know, quiet. Put your hand over your heart, okay? If if you're comfortable saying a prayer, say a prayer, okay? Mm-hmm. If you're troubled, 
You know, you can acknowledge, look, I'm, I'm really troubled right now, but take a deep breath. And from the highest source, from my highest good, I would invite, you know, this angel to come and uh, quiet my mind, put their hand of healing on me. Okay? Mm-hmm. There's a there's a, a beautiful little prayer that um, I attended a, an angel seminar, uh, and the uh, mother superior that was teaching it gave us this prayer that she was given by an angel, and it goes like this. Uh, well, first of all, she's from the Philippines, and she happened to be up north, and it was an ice storm, and she didn't know how to navigate through the ice walking. Okay, so she was she was really worried about walking along the sidewalk because she was like gonna slip and fall. <laughs> so she, <laughs> which is valid. So she called out and said, you know, well, you know, help me out here. And so what the angels told her was to use this prayer. Angels, uh, okay, angels of the sidewalk, bless the Lord. Angels of the Lord. Bless this sidewalk and make it safe for me to pass. And we're all like, ooh, I like that. <laughs> so yeah. let's do that again. All right, so angels of the blank. So let's say you're troubled about, um, I don't know, your job, okay? Okay. Lots of us are troubled about our jobs right now. Okay, so angels of my career, bless the Lord. Angels of the Lord, bless my career and and help me see the way to uh, financially empower myself and others. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's a very simple prayer, and, it, and you're calling on your angels, and you're being very specific. That's the other thing about angels. Uh, you want to be specific, okay, about what it is you want some help with. Um, you want to be specific about what you want help with, but you do not want to be specific with the the outcome, okay? Yep. Because when you limit the outcome to only a certain thing, so let's go back to our experience with the job here, okay? Uh, let's say um, you're working at a place, and it's not a particularly satisfying job, but you know, you feel trapped and you gotta, you gotta have some income. So when you say, uh, angels of this job, bless the Lord, angels of the Lord, bless this job and make sure I keep it. Oh my gosh. What if there was a better job paying three times as much with a great boss? Okay. You've just asked for something that's going to keep you limited. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So if you really believe in God and, and, you know, all of this wonderful, unlimited, boundless prosperity, don't limit what God's going to deliver. It may not show up exactly the way you were experienced. It could be way better. So you always want to add the end, this or something better. Yeah. So the it seems to me in watching, the, in, you know, watching your videos on YouTube that... Um, couple of things about your relationship with the angels um, that I've noticed is they seem to be um, very caring. They seem mm-hmm. to be um, very, I don't know about detailed, but, but personal uh, if the information is concerning you or the world that you live in. So they seem to be very gener- generous with their wisdom and their uh, visitation. Absolutely. I mean, if we stick with, um, you know, historical religious traditions, uh, angel, angels were never human. 
they were created as divine beings by God. Yes. And they were created to to serve mankind and to help mankind and, and they want to help mankind and that's how they evolve. Okay. Mm-hmm. So but they can't just come in and intervene. Okay. They they have to be invited and you have to create a space for them to come, which we talked about a little earlier. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that. Uh, they love to serve. That's what they're here for. Okay. The other thing about angels, and if if you decide you want to, you know, work specifically with angels, and you're going to really get started, angels never ask you for anything in return, ever, 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 ever. That's good. <laughs> so if if you've opened up and you think you're talking with an angel. Uh, and they say, hey, listen, uh, you know, hey, Craig, uh, I'll, I'll be happy to give you this information and help you out here. But in exchange, close the door, hang up. OK. Yeah. <laughs> Do a few Hail Marys because you were not talking with a high angel from the highest source for your highest good. Trust me. <laughs> yeah, that's really interesting. And they I never I, ask you for anything. Yeah. W- without exposing the style of um, of work. Um there is a very popular style of magic right now um, where the developers of that magic had interactions with angels, so they thought, but there was always an exchange, and the final exchange that they had was really completely immoral and mm-hmm. not angelic. <laughs> no, not from the highest source for your highest good and the highest good of all. <laughs> very good. Yeah. Very no, nice. The, uh, look, if it's from God... And it's divine. <laughs> it doesn't need anything from you, sweetheart. <laughs> exactly. It doesn't. So here's another thing I found interesting about your videos. Um, in a couple of places, and if there was a teaching on there, I didn't, I didn't see it. But in a couple of places, you referenced certain colors being associated with different angels. Is there something mm-hmm. to that? Well, when you think of a color, go back to frequencies. Okay. Okay. Our visible um, light spectrum is really quite a narrow spectrum, okay? And so when we see something with our human eyes, we're basically just perceiving light bouncing off of an object in a particular uh, wave at a particular frequency. So we're seeing green, but that if you if you analyze the color green, it's just a particular frequency. Okay? Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yes. So different angels, which have different responsibilities, would have different frequencies. And so you might if if you are seeing them either with your human eyes or with your psychic eye you might start perceiving colors around it and that would just sort of be indicative of who you're talking to and what frequency and what their responsibilities are mhm mhm yeah so also uh, you you know, let's say that you are definitely communicating with an angel and and some of the precautions that you've mentioned are are in place the angel may have a name that you, that's you've never heard before. It's it's a new revelation to you. That's fair to say, right? Oh, absolutely. I mean, there are so many angels. There's like, yeah, a lot of angels. Right. Yeah. And so the kind of information that they've shared with you through the years, I'm not asking for specifics, but can you give a, a general generalization on some of the things the angels have shared with you through the through your experience with them? 
that's a good question. Um, well, I mean, the the main thing it just comes back down to my my personal uh, vision statement, which is you know, the reason I'm here, incarnate on planet earth right here right now is to remind people who they are that they are a spiritual being have a physical experience Mm -hmm. and to remind people of the the frequency of unconditional god love and so it's all about the frequencies And, and what i mean you know what i mean by that is let's take fear and uncertainty and doubt and anger and jealousy and all those low emotions okay mm-hmm. i mean if you just think about it, i'm sure all of us experience some or all of those emotions at some point in our life and they don't make you feel good do they right right you're very low you're very low okay you feel awful you're crying you're upset you're angry you're like, ah, okay right. those are very low frequencies and then you counter that with you felt love you felt um joy uh, elation um, all of the wonderful things, okay? Those frequencies make you feel good. So it's our choice as to what we want to tune into. Mm-hmm. And go, let's go back to our radio example, okay? Just because if fear and all of those low emotions are broadcasting down at 88.1 and joy and, and happiness and, and, and divinity is, is broadcasting up at 107, you might tune into something close to 107. Does that mean that 88.1 isn't still broadcasting? Nope. It's still there. And if you tune your dial down there, you're going to get that playlist. Yeah. Okay? It doesn't stop. It's just you're not tuned into it. And that's what the angels keep telling me. You've got to keep fiddling with your dial and keep turning it up. Okay? Mm. Keep keep adjusting back up to joy because joy is the only emotion that is real anything else is a false narrative if you're worried about something it's a false narrative because you're a spiritual being having a physical physical experience oh that is really good (laughs) i mean seriously so you look at it you say well i can see that uh let's see um the tree fell down in front of my house. Well, you know, I'm a little worried about how much it's going to cost, and I was a little worried it might be. Okay, well, that's a false narrative. Maybe the tree was rotten and it just needed to be taken up. Okay, mm-hmm. it is. It is a false narrative. That's something that's really been working on me lately. Is how many of the stories do I tell myself that that aren't actually real? A lot. We all do it. We <laughs> all do it. It's, it's a constant adjustment, okay? Mm-hmm. And, and here's your barometer, Craig. If it makes you upset, it's a false narrative. Yeah. Use your emotions as your very, very best indicator. Yeah, that's really good. If, if, if you're starting to breathe heavy and your heart's starting to race and you're like, ah, 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 I'm getting cranked up about this, okay? That just, whoop, I just dialed down to 88.1. <laughs> yeah, I remember reading something from um, uh, the Buddhist camp, you know, which I love a lot of the Siddhartha Gautama, mm-hmm. the original, you know. Uh, I, love, I love his stuff. But one of the things he said is the question isn't, 
is the situation upsetting? The question is, why is this situation upsetting me? <laughs> you know? it, that is exactly it. And, you know, I just got um, certified in the Ho'oponopono tradition, which is the ancient Hawaiian prayer chant, I love you, I'm sorry, please forgive me, and thank you. And that uh, tradition is all about getting back to what they call zero. Nice. So when we get, you know, when, we, when we're born and incarnated on this planet, in this particular body, you know, right before we're incarnate, we're at zero, right? Because mm-hmm. we're a divine inspiration. Mm-hmm. I mean, when when other than our DNA, you know, we out we come, and, and we don't have any programming at this point. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. And it isn't until we start to interact with our surroundings and our parents and our schools and our coworkers and our friends and and school and all that kind of stuff, then we start getting data. Okay. And depending on where you are, who you're growing up with, and, and what your, your family's and community's traditions are, you start building up all of these narratives. And so when something happens, the only thing you can do is to judge it against all these narratives. And if it's if you're not getting back to zero, back to divine, you're likely to have an upset reaction to it. Mm-hmm. This is why you're getting upset by it. Yeah, I really think that's a huge, I, I think that is, almost sums up the entire human experience, really. It does, and there's a lot of things and experiences that are going on right now, which could be perceived as upsetting. Yes. Okay? Yeah. I, I haven't withdrawn from social media or listening to the, you know, the news. You know, I, I don't live in a cave, I I see what's going on, and and some of it I find I could get I could get pretty cranked up about it, okay. But what I what I work on is getting back to zero, okay. So I had a an encounter with someone who was close to me who uh, her worldview and my worldview don't match up. <laughs> 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 Got not it. Much. Not much. <laughs> and so she had posted something, and I had found it offensive. And so I'm like, <laughs> I didn't. I didn't, but I internally I did. And it's like, okay, what am I supposed to do about that? You know, and I'm in meditation. I'm checking in with the angels and Jesus and God. And it's like, I love the question. What would Jesus do? Okay, I love that question. It's just most. You want to crystallize? Okay, that's what I want to do. That <laughs> yeah. So you know, I I thought Jesus would probably call. Okay, this is BS. So I did make that comment. Mm, this is BS, but I didn't engage in an argument, and I didn't engage in trying to convince them that mm. they were wrong. Because I've had lots of people throughout my life trying to convince me that I'm wrong, and I don't I don't respond to it well. Okay, right. And so. What they told me, the angels, was that if I'm not enjoying the relationship with this person, well, then limit the relationship, okay? You know, be in the relationship that, um, in a way that brings you joy, and if it doesn't bring you joy, then don't be in that relationship. Okay, that seems pretty simple. And then don't get stumbled up and tangled up in trying to convince one person that they're wrong, because it's not going to work. 
okay. First of all, you don't know that they're wrong or that you're right, but it's not your path. And if you want to get to your destination, you have to stay on your path. And my path is one of light and of love and inclusion and and that there's this is a rich and abundant universe and there is plenty for all. Okay. Mm. And if I'm sitting there trying to convince this person that, you know, they're wrong, I'm not out demonstrating, showing the way, leading, coming up with creative solutions so that everyone has enough. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, I can do that. Yeah. And there's going to be a line of people behind me going, you know what, that's not such a bad plan. Let's do that. And pretty soon that one person is sitting back there going, wait a minute, where did everybody go? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I thought you agreed with me. <laughs> <laughs> and so that's how I got back to zero. So the angels, they, they rest at zero? <clears throat> that's my impression. Yeah. Because they're divine beings. <clears throat> I mean, they're around God all the time. They are creations of God. Yeah. Now, they've <clears throat> they've also spent, uh, and I, I could be wrong about this, but they've actually spent real serious time. I mean, you've taken time off of work to spend days with these angels at certain points in time throughout your life. Is that right? That is, that is correct. So tell me about that. Well, it's life-changing. I mean, I don't recommend it unless you want to change your life. Okay. <laughs> it, it, it's, it's like the best drug on the planet. Okay. Okay. Once once you get tapped into the divine, there is just nothing like it. And it's it's a challenge to maintain it because you are walking around in a three dimensional world. You are in your physical body. Okay. You do have these experiences. But if you, it's faith, okay? If you, if you just get that you are a spiritual being, your soul, okay, is just having an experience in this physical body, mm-hmm. then even something as perceived awful as death, it sucks because this was a great body, okay? <laughs> But your true self, your soul, does ne- it never perishes. It's eternal. Yeah. Yeah, the, the personality that we know as, you know, insert your name here, that, that mm-hmm. personality is temporal, but the true internal or, or eternal I or, or, or whatever it is, that goes on and on and on. And that's the thing you have to really learn to identify with, I think is what that's you're saying. That's correct. Yeah. Right. And and look, this physical being that you're walking around in and having all of these very three dimensional experience it's very compelling. Okay? Right. I mean you can touch it, you can feel it, you know, and it and it's overwhelming. But that to me, that's part of why we are here is to learn to master that and to remember what's really important. Mm. Yeah, part of the part of the human evolution, and I, I don't mean in a physical mm-hmm. way, but in a no, yeah. no, in a spiritual way, in an emotional, in a vibrational way. Yeah, yeah. So, 
let's say somebody's just like, okay, this this podcast is awesome. I, I I think that we're always surrounded by angels to some degree, or at least that that presence or radiation, uh, radiant uh, uh, aura, uh, for lack of a better word. And I think a lot of people probably felt an invitation, maybe even to to uh-huh. join in. Um. So we got to get rid of the fear. I, I had a woman um, on a while back who was a, a Christian witch. And she said she couldn't begin the path until she said, um, I, I have to trust God that I'm not going to you know, go, do, go down the wrong path. He's got me on some level. So, uh-huh. so we've covered that. Um, <clears throat> the next thing would be what? Just to really create a space for yes. them to communicate with you. <clears throat> right. Yeah. Right. And that can and, happen and, uh, it can happen in the wilderness, but it could also happen in a bedroom. It can happen at any moment of time. It can it can happen in a moment of crisis. I had somebody ask me the other day, well, so in other words, you have to have like, you know, you have to be in your Zen mode and, um, you know, all spiritual before an angel can, no. I mean, how many people have been, you know, hanging on by a thread going, oh, dear God, send me an angel, please. Right. <laughs> <And> they do. <laughs> Because the one thing about a crisis that's really interesting, in, in a crisis you have no time to consider anything but your priority. Mm-hmm. That's all you got time for. And so you've, you've basically quieted your mind, okay? Yeah. And you're calling out to God and saying, yo, dude, um, could you use a little help down here? <laughs> so you've just, you've just called in your angel. It, yeah, that's, it's as simple as that, huh? It's really as simple as that. So I guess what I would advise your listeners to do is to find a prayer that they feel comfortable with. The Lord's Prayer is great, but there are many, many, many prayers. And if you're not the praying type, well, then just say, um, you know, something about I'm surrounding myself with the white light of the universe. And any and all who come, come from the highest source for the highest good of me and of all. Okay? And then just get quiet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, and I guess having some some level of, of faith or, or expectation, whatever word you want to use there, um, is also a form of invitation. Absolutely. You know, and I do want people to lose the fear, but I never want them to lose the discernment. Yeah, important. Go ahead with that. Well, you always want to be discerning. Just like, let's say you walk into a party, and there's a lot of people you don't know, okay, the first thing you do, you go, hi, my name is Susan. Who are you? <laughs> yes. And if they're unwilling or unable to tell you, be very discerning about that. Mm. A- angels of God don't have any trouble telling you who they are. Yeah. I had a, I had an angelic being show up in one of my meditations a long time ago. Um, and he kept showing up and I, and he was always, he always had a hood. Okay. Never said anything. And I finally, you know, I'm like, who are you? And he didn't say, who are you? Didn't say, and I finally said, who are you? And he turned around and he says, um, Samael. Now, for those of you who are, listen to the traditions, uh, Samuel or Samael, uh, was one of the names of Satan. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Lucifer, and so it was like, "Yep, out." <laughs> yeah, get out. 
And that was the end of that conversation? And that was the end of that conversation, and he, and he, uh, he hasn't come back. Very good, yeah. Wow, that's interesting. Yeah, so, I mean, you do have to realize, I mean, we are surrounded by the spirit realm, and so mm-hmm. they're around anyway. <laughs> A lot of times we're just not aware, right? There's, there, we walk around in air. Just because there's not a strong breeze or a wind doesn't mean it's not there. Yes. Yeah, I think it's Hebrews 13 and 2 that talks about uh, being hospitable because you many times are entertaining angels without being aware of it. So, yes. yeah, so we're constantly surrounded by the spirit realm. A lot of times we just don't open ourselves. We're not available to it. We're, we're just not listening. Yeah. Wow. We're just not listening. Very we interesting. through life and, you know, slow down. And, and here's, here's my challenge to all the listeners that are, you know, sticking with us through the end of this podcast, okay? Okay. I'll put 10 buck mail. <laughs> Figuratively speaking, okay, <laughs> I'll bet you an energetic $10 bill that uh, within the next 48 hours, something very special, if you just pay attention, will show up in your life, okay? Um, could be a special colored bird that isn't really neighbor uh, used to your neighborhood or maybe there'll be a, a feather gift or something some little energetic gift some little divine gift will show up somebody will give you something um, something will open up for you because you've just created a space for something divine to show up in your life and I'm willing to bet if you'll put some comments in your comment section below, that you're going to get a lot of, you won't believe this, but Craig, guess what? <laughs> some affirmation. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that will be your first validation that the angels are with you. They are always with you. All you have to do is ask for their help. I love that. And I then love praise that. God. And then praise God. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm going to take you up on that energetic bet. <laughs> and, okay, great. Yeah, I'm going to make myself available to that. I I really believe that, and I felt really called to work with angels already. Uh-huh. But you know, I have a lot of old programming that I'm still working through. Uh, but I think this is really freeing for me, and, and I think I'm gonna. Oh, yeah, I think I'm really opening myself up to it. Well, I'm, I'm anxious to hear your, your stories, and I'd love to see the comments of your, your listeners. Yeah, well, I'll. Uh, who knows? Maybe this weekend we'll be uh, down at your store. So. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. So, Wonderful. Uh, so real quick, before we before I let you go here, the, can you give the address for the YouTube channel one more time? Absolutely. It's going to be youtube.com forward slash... Nice Rock Shop, and that'll take you right to my channel. Okay, and then I know the the Rock Shop is on Facebook and all, and I follow you on well everything really, Instagram and all that stuff. So, uh, and it's Nice Rock Shop. Yes, and what a great place! I, I love I it. Do. Oh, I just love yes. it. It's got such Thank a great you. feel to it. And and shameless self promotion, we do have online now. So if you can't, if you're not local and can't make it in, we will ship. Well, and you know what? People should should check that out because it really is an amazing place. And it's been really cool because, and I, I think it's a testimony to 
your generosity and, and the spirit that you give off. But the place is really just, it just always seems like it's expanding and evolving. It is. And, yeah. and part of it is because um, we, have, we actually have an angelic stargate. <laughs> have you felt it when you were in the store? Well, you know, there's such a great presence there. I probably wasn't aware because that's a new word for me, a new term for me. Most most people can feel it. We have a vortex. It's right below my healing room, and it's where I call in my healing angels. And most people, if I don't point it out, they just walk through it, and they, they don't notice it. Most people. But when I point out, and we actually um, have the intention of feeling the, the, the energy, uh, you can tell people feel it because they go, whoa. <laughs> Oh, uh, we're gonna have to do that next time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's 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 pretty interesting. I had one woman who, she's a banker. She shows up, and um, so I said, "Would you like to?" Yes, I would. So she she stood in the vortex and she started bawling like a baby. Okay, and I'm like, "That's not unusual because most of us have forgotten what it feels like to be in the presence of the divine." Yeah, and when we get back to that, it's overwhelmingly wonderful. Wow. So, yeah, we gotta we gotta do that. I think I might know where you're talking about, but we'll talk about that off yeah. the air. So, oh wow, that is really cool. Okay, so hang on the line, and uh, I'm gonna close the program out. But I want to talk to you uh, afterwards. Okay. okay? Mm-hmm. Thank you, Susan, so much. I, I I so appreciate you doing this. Thank you. You are you are so welcome. Yeah. So all right, hang on, everybody. I will catch you on the other side of the music. I'll talk to you in just a few minutes. All right, guys. Thank you so much for once again, man, for just hanging out here on the podcast. I really appreciate it. I, I hope that the conversation was intriguing for you. Uh, perhaps affirmative in some ways, affirming some ideas or thoughts or leadings. I know for me, um, there's a particular interest here because for quite a long time, I've had once again, a, a, a leading, a guiding, perhaps an invitation to become more aware of the angels that surround me and, and that are part of my, uh, you know, my everyday life. I'll admit that that's a little bit out of my zone, but um, that invitation has uh, been alive in my spirit for quite some time. So I found that the conversation to really be interesting. You know, um, I can remember, well, first of all, Psalm 91 talks about the angels that God is giving charge concerning us, but Hebrews 13 and 2, which I think comes up in the conversation, talks about entertaining angels unaware. So here's a here's an interesting story. A few years ago, or quite a few years ago now, when I was uh, still pastoring, all through the night I had this dream. It just was a reoccurring dream of Hebrews 13 and 2, where it talks about how we often entertain angels unaware. You know, it, it it was just this repetitive dream through the night. Um, and the next morning was Sunday morning. We went to church and um, during the process of, you know, there's a whole process before anybody ever gets there where the worship team is um, practicing and different things are happening. So I was there and this gentleman uh, came in and 
he needed money. Now, that's not uncommon for a church to have that. In fact, it was so common that we got to the place where we didn't give out cash, right? And so if they needed gas, we would go and buy them gas. They needed food, we would give them food, but we wouldn't give them actual cash. So this guy comes in and um, I feel really led to talk to him. And so while we're talking, he says, yeah, you know, I just need whatever, you know, you can do to help me. And I had this $20 bill in my billfold. Man, I was it was just calling out to me, right? So I said, you know what? I don't normally do this, but I'm going to give you whatever I have in my billfold, which was only 20 bucks, and I gave it to him. And he said, thank you so much. And he, he then said, can I pray for you? And I said, sure, man, you can pray for me. And uh, he laid his hands on my shoulders and he said, God, I thank you for those who show hospitality when they are entertaining angels unaware, which I thought was such a trip, right? Because I had had that dream all night long. And usually I'm not too spacey and, and cosmic like that. But it was super interesting to me. It, 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 my, my spirit lit up and um, I thanked him for his prayer. He walked out of my office and walked out of the doors of the church. And then I felt like, gee, you know, I, I, I wonder why he said that. So I walked out the door to find him, I wanted to talk to him about it, and he was nowhere to be found. Now, some of you might say, well, that's bullshit. That, that didn't really happen. But that happened. That was a real occurrence. And I still remember it to this day because it was so riveting to me. One of the things I think that happens to us in the Christian deconstruction experience, we, um, we're getting rid of a lot of baggage, which I think is really important. But for some of us, we we throw away the ethereal. We, we throw away the spiritual. We throw away the opportunity for there to be a true, I, I think, spiritual experience. And in my own opinion, that's a mistake. All right, man. Anyway, guys, I do hope that the conversation was beneficial to you. Susan, thank you so much once again for being on the podcast. You're a great friend. Um, if you would like to know more about Susan, again, NiceRockShop.com. NiceRockShop is on YouTube. They are on Instagram. Um, I'm sure they're on Facebook. I'm not a huge fan of Facebook right now, so I, I can't answer that in the affirmative for sure. But um, definitely, they also have an, an incredible online shop uh, for those of you that are looking for a good place to buy, you know, all that metaphysical stuff that you definitely need. So anyway, man, hey guys, once again, thank you. God bless you. Done.